It's Spencer Hughes coming at you from the very, very foggy forest of Mason County in the south sound of the Evergreen State with Hughes from the Heart. Thank you very much for joining me from my podcast studios. And a quick thanks to one of my sponsors, River Dance Soapworks, which through today, I'm dating the podcast for a reason, through today, December 22nd of 2020, free standard shipping on all of your order. Artisan soaps, bath salts and fizzies, lip balms, body butters, room and body spritzers and gift boxes for everyone on your list for every occasion. Yes, it's true. It probably won't get there in the next few days in time for Christmas, but that's okay. The gift of self-care is a year-round gift. It's great for coming out of quarantine gifts, retirement gifts, birthday gifts, just because gifts, Valentine's Day coming up early next year. Whatever the occasion, give the gift of self-care. You and everyone on your list certainly deserve it after 2020. Riverdancesoapworks.com and mention my name, mention Hughes from the Heart, and get a little extra holiday magic in every order. This topic has always fascinated me, and that is clutter and decluttering. Mostly we focus, when we think of clutter, we think of our bedrooms, we think of our offices, we think of our desks, we think of our garages and our attics. But what about decluttering the mind? We need to declutter the mind just as often as we need to declutter our personal belongings in our homes and office spaces. How does clutter affect the mind? This is a fascinating piece from neurosciencenews.com and comes from the University of Colorado. Researchers at the University of Colorado Boulder and the University of Texas have taken a first stab at answering this question of how do we declutter the mind. Co-author Mary Banich, a professor of psychology and neuroscience at CU Boulder, says, We found that if you really want a new idea to come into your mind, you need to deliberately force yourself to stop thinking about the old one. For the study, Bandage teamed up with Jared Lewis Peacock, a cognitive neuroscientist at the University of Texas, Austin, to examine brain activity in 60 volunteers as they tried to flush a thought from their working memory. As the researchers describe it, working memory is the scratch pad, if you will, of the mind. We store thoughts there temporarily to help us carry out tasks. We can only keep three or four thoughts in our working memory at a time. Think of it as a sink full of dirty dishes. You have to clean it out to make new ideas possible, right? Lewis Peacock says, Once we're done using that information to answer an email or address some problem, we need to let it go so it doesn't clog up our mental resources to do the next thing. It turns out that when we ruminate over something, whether it's an insult we feel was made against us or an argument we had earlier in the day with a spouse or a friend, these ruminations can color our new thoughts in a negative light. Banich believes that such rumination is at the root of many mental health disorders. Banich explains it this way. In obsessive-compulsive disorder, it could be the thought of as, if I don't wash my hands again, I will get sick. In anxiety, it might be, this plane is going to crash. And to determine if people can truly purge a thought from their mind, from the scratch pad, the team asked each volunteer to lay down inside a functional magnetic resonance imaging machine, or an fMRI, or MRI as we know it, at the Intermountain Neuroimaging Center on the Boulder campus. Here's how they did it. They were shown pictures of faces, fruits, and scenes, and asked to maintain the thought of them for four seconds while researchers created individualized brain signatures showing precisely what each person's brain looked like when they thought of each picture. Participants were told to replace the thought, such as replace the apple with the mountain, clear all the thoughts, akin to mindfulness meditation, or to suppress the thought, focus on it, and then deliberately try to stop thinking about it. In each case, the brain signature associated with the image visibly faded. Banich says, we were thrilled. This is the first study to move beyond just asking someone, did you stop thinking about that? Rather, you can actually look at a person's brain activity, see the pattern of the thought, and then watch it fade as they remove it. Here's something else that's interesting. The researchers found that replace, clear, and suppress had very different impacts. 
while replacing clear prompted the brain signature of the image to fade faster. It didn't fade completely, leaving a shadow in the background as new thoughts were introduced. Suppress, on the other hand, took longer to prompt forgetting, but was more complete in making room for the next new thought. Banich says, the bottom line is if you want to get something out of your mind quickly, use clear or replace. But if you want to get something out of your mind so you can put in new information, suppress works best. More research, of course, is necessary. The researchers are the first to admit that. But the findings do suggest that students may want to pack up their algebra notes, take a break, and deliberately try not to think about quadratic equations before moving on to study English, for example, or physics. When we ruminate over something, and we humans do that a lot, don't we? I'm guilty of it myself. I ruminate over the same thoughts over and over and over again. When we ruminate over something, perhaps the fight we had with a spouse, or a text or a meme that we found offensive, let's say, a political advertisement, that can color new thoughts in a negative light. And such rumination is at the root of many of our mental health disorders, and can lead to anxiety and discontent. Banach says, people often think, if I think about this harder, I'm going to solve the problem. But work by clinicians suggests it can actually give you tunnel vision and keep you in a loop over and over and over again, this loop that is hard to get out of. So remember, my friends, if you want to conjure a new thought in your mind, you have to force yourself to stop ruminating on the old ones. The insight could help with the treatment of PTSD and other disorders associated with rumination. Remember, if you want to stay focused on the new job, the next job, stop worrying so much and thinking about the old job. Same thing with relationships and goals, and even how today is going and your hopes for today versus how things went yesterday. Let these thoughts go to make room for new ones. I'm Spencer Hughes. This has been Hughes from the Heart. If you like what you hear, please consider joining the premium content. You can find it at HughesFromTheHeart.com slash support. Your donations are also welcome. I'm Radio Spencer on Venmo. I have a PayPal as well under Radio Spencer. And your subscriptions to my Patreon are greatly appreciated. Be sure to tell a friend and share these podcasts with everyone you know. Have a great day, my friends, and much love to all of you.